0: Back. Yeah, welcome back to the start of season two,
1: episode one, season two. Um, it's almost a year. We're coming close two weeks, two or three weeks away mm. from a year, so that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big mark. We're going to Wellington next week to interview some people.
0: Yeah, we're getting, we're trying to get through heaps of people, photographers. We've got some people in Auckland as well that we're trying yeah. to
1: interview, like locally. Um, a couple of store owners in Newmarket. So yeah, who's your golden good. goose in Wellington? Golden goose. Um, we kind of oh, went cool. down for Sophie, that was the main reason. Mm-hmm. I booked this um, girl I know from Whangaday, where I used to live. Yeah. And she does a lot of photography, and I've seen her pop up quite a lot, and seen her so popping off, so I was like, why not interview her you? before she gets famous yeah. as and doesn't want to see us?
0: Yeah, we're here with Fraser. So. He, you might have heard, he's taking videos of 10,000 dreams and also worked on a Wiggles documentary, which is now on Amazon Prime, so congratulations. Yeah,
1: Thank you, yeah congratulations Thanks. for that, that seems like, wow. yeah. I could never imagine having one of our projects on like, Amazon. Amazon Prime, <laughs> like, I
0: just released a movie the other day, but straight to YouTube, Amazon Prime is, that's different. How, <laughs> how, did, <laughs> how do you
1: go about like releasing something on Amazon Prime? Do you work directly with the Amazon Prime team, or is it, um, is it more your own project, then it gets uploaded?
2: Uh, so we worked on it. Uh, there were three companies, my company being one of them, that worked on it for about a year and a half before Amazon yeah. just
1: bought it outright, basically. that's pretty. Cool. They were
2: incredible to work with. Yeah, They
1: were everything you'd hope. Did they, um, like, were they pretty clear on, like, communication-wise on what they wanted? Like, say, did, did they set some certain guidelines that you had to f- meet, or was it just pretty, you do what you want, do what you want?
0: Like, how much, like, creative control... Yeah, yeah,
1: oh man, like they were so collaborative and like, yeah, like we,
2: our team got to make the film we wanted to make, so they they were genuinely incredible to work with.
0: No, I I thought it was amazing, it's so nostalgia too, because I obviously grew up with the Wiggles, and I, I actually, when I finished watching it, like, I sat down and I thought a really good idea would be a Wiggles biopic.
2: Bro, I've been thinking that too. You should do that. <laughs> Honestly, like you should. Like, like runnings? Yeah, yeah. Like, I would, to, I
0: would watch that.
2: Bro, I've, I've been thinking that, man.
0: Like a Wiggles biopic would be perfect.
2: And it'd be called Four Men and a Dinosaur.
0: That's what you wanted to call it originally, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> uh, that
2: was, that was uh, one of the options originally. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, what inspired you to start this whole documentary with the dig- Wiggles? The Wiggles. D- Slibman, okay, well it goes back, so I
2: do this this, um, project called 10,000 Dreams, where I'm filming the dreams of 10,000 people, Uh, and I filmed the Wiggles in 2019, basically I guess the email of their social media manager when they were coming to Auckland, got in, filmed their dreams, became friends with them, it was like the most randomest thing ever, Uh, ended up, then like three months after that, I was in San Francisco and they happened to be in San Francisco. So I hung out with them. And then a few months later, I flew to Sydney to help one of them propose. And then uh, I stayed on for their bushfire reunion concert, the OG Wiggles, where yeah. which is the concert that Greg mm. had a cardiac arrest on stage. And really? no, I was there basically. I stage, remember you. It share. was crazy, man. It's it's surreal. surreal. It was just one of those out of body experiences. Um, and then. I just and then I kind of got to a point a couple of years later where I'd been trying to get my second feature film mm-hmm. off the ground for years, like seven years because mm-hmm. I made one at 1920. and it was just not happening. I was, I was trying to smash down doors, nothing was opening. And I kind of just quit on it and I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just gonna focus on 10,000 dreams and I'm gonna go all in film in dreams. And then basically a month after that kind of realization, um, I got an email from the general manager of the Wiggles saying, "Are you free to come down to Wellington, uh, Christchurch, uh, on Sunday and film a music video with the Wiggles and Richie McCaw?" Richie and, McCaw. Yeah, <laughs> and I said no initially because uh, I didn't work on Sundays. You know, oh, I, I, I had like a church off. event. I was like, so I said no, and then I called my mom, and she was like, "Are you an idiot?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, go down! Mum's gonna take a uh So I called back and I'll do it. Uh, went down, spent the whole day with them and Richie McCoy, and then was editing it the next day with my editor. And we're watching it back, and I was like, bro, this looks like the trailer for a Wiggles Docco because it was so grungy. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, has there ever been a Wiggles Docco? So we googled Wiggles Docco. There's mm-hmm. never been a Wiggles Docco. So I watched that message, a producer I was working with and I was like, what do you think about a wiggle stocco? And he's like, would they go for it? Mm. And I was like, I don't don't know, know. probably not, but uh, and so basically, man, on my 27th birthday, I sent an email to Anthony, the main Mm -hmm. blue wiggle. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, bro, can I make a documentary on you guys? And he came back straight away saying, we've been trying to do this, for many years, but we've never found the right person, but if you do it, we'll make it happen. And really? then we was having lunch with them in Auckland three days after that with the producer team. Then we brought on an incredible Australian team that um, ended up being the lead director, Sully, who came on board and, brought bro, else start started 2021, here we are. And Just uh, came out last week uh, on Amazon Prime. Anthony's
0: still, he's still doing it now, is he?
2: Yeah, right, he's, um, he's Willy Wonka. Of the Wiggles. Yeah. He is That's pretty good. Cool. He's the founder, he's the visionary. He's incredible.
0: I love what you posted on Instagram the other day reading about how your first film visual film like just bombed. Yeah. But now look at you.
2: right but it took so much longer than I thought, man. Yeah. I was nineteen twenty when that came out and I was like waiting for Hollywood to knock. Yeah. And nothing. Just it's also kind of depth. Yeah.
1: Also at like a young age as well, you also think like once you make a film you're like when's it going to like pop off when's it going to become popular you're just Mm -hmm. kind of sitting there waiting it kind of becomes a bit demoralizing when nothing kind of comes off that Mm. right yeah
2: yeah but I think like when you're younger you just you think everything's going to happen straight Mm -hmm. away and it takes so much longer man there's so much you've got to build in terms of knowledge and experience like I thought I was experienced at 19 because I had a film degree bro I've not, since I graduated. No one has ever asked me, did
1: I go to film school?
2: Yeah. Like you had to earn that experience over years and.
1: That's something I've even noticed just working in like the dairy industry with my old man. Is no oh. one asks you for a degree? It's more if you have like the actual knowledge on the field. If you know what you're doing. If you have the knowledge of the yeah, tools, right. you're going to go far. Same with any field, really. It mm. doesn't matter about your degree or anything like that. It matters about your experience. Exactly. In the field. Yeah, and that that puts you so much further. If you've got so much more experience in the field, you're going to strive hundred percent better than every other, everyone else who doesn't. Absolutely, man,
2: hundred percent. But I'm curious to
1: flip this because you're how old are you?
2: Uh, twenty two. Twenty two year old filmmaker. Twenty two, yeah. Are
1: you a filmmaker. I'm not a filmmaker you're per more se. Podcaster. Yeah, podcast. I want to get into filmmaking, but it's I don't really have the equipment, and that's just an excuse for me not to really yeah. get into it. But I, I I've got stuff filmed on my computer. She needs to edit it and upload it, really. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm more yeah, more of a interviewer, um, podcaster. Yeah. Jamie
0: may, may be directing one of my movies. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just, it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Just taking off. Because
0: I've got eight more movies to make until I <laughs> <Eight more>. say <laughs> done. <laughs> I've made 12. I've got eight more to go. I wanted to get to 20. That's my goal. 10 years. The 20th one releases on the 10-year anniversary. So to a year. I, I thought maybe if someone wants to... Cause I've I've got and lots of people helping me now. Like, um, a young girl. She's fifteen. Names Danica. She was just in a movie I made called The Prowler. She's gonna help me write the second one to that film. Yeah. So I'm trying to like expand out and get everybody involved, not just in yeah. the filming, but yeah. behind the scenes as well.
2: Yeah. But oh, that's cool, man. What are you guys like? What are you thinking at the moment about? dreams and your future and everything because i remember when i was your age and what i was thinking mm-hmm. i'm now 29 so i'm kind of on my coming I get to it, my 30s yeah, yeah. so where you guys like right now if i said like what is like a big dream for you right now let's say in film would it be to direct a i think legit funded feature film? a legit yeah
0: a direct like a legit funded feature film that goes like worldwide and oh, maybe even would? be in it too really i would love that
2: yeah so how would you feel then right now if someone was like that's gonna happen in eight years would you be like screw that that's too long or would you be like no also, i know sweet, what i'm um,
0: patient if it's gonna come like i would work towards it cool. stick cool. to it. if it's gonna happen in eight years then i'll make sure i do everything possible within that eight years to make okay. sure it actually happens
2: that's awesome man Fuck, so, because at your age if someone had said that to me after i made sirenia that i had I'd have to wait till twenty nine before my then my next feature film would come out. I would have been so pissed. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, But I'm so grateful. But when it happens, you're so Mm, grateful that it took so long. Hundred percent. Like people,
0: people actually still laugh at me for the films that I make. Like still to this day, people laugh at me. But like back when I was in high school, that hurt. Like people would laugh at me. Like oh, this is cringe. This is stupid. Why are you doing this? And it hurt. But now, over years, and I've still done it. People can still make fun of me, but I'm still just like, this is what I want to do.
1: You've learned that. I've learned so that it doesn't.
0: Uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. This yeah. is what I want to do. This is what I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah. There's a book that I read recently called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, yes. Mike Yes, a really good book, and um, I'm, I need to read it again just because mm. how good it is. But that was really good for making a podcast because mm-hmm. yes. so many people are quick to judge and like, especially in New Zealand we suffer from tall poppy syndrome Yeah, you do something out of your comfort zone and people are going to judge you, that's just the way it is, Mm. but when I read that book it just made me think that like, it It doesn't matter what people, who cares, yeah who who literally cares, you're the only person who's there for yourself at the end of the day, so if someone's going to judge you, it's not like they're there for you, you're only there for yourself, so just do whatever the hell you want and as long as you're there for yourself at the end of the day, who's really going to care, and that's what kind of Started this podcast, and yeah. so many people were quick to judge. But
2: were you scared to post the first episode? Cause you're like, what if we get two views and no one cares? I was actually excited. Yeah, I was excited
1: yeah. to. Post it was. I was. Episode. I was scared
0: for the second episode. No, so the first yeah. episode, I was excited because yeah. so many people were waiting for it. Yeah. And then yeah, we yeah. uploaded it, and lots of people were enjoying it. But the second episode, I got really scared about because did people watch the first episode just because they were curious, yeah. like I'll oh, check it out for the first time, yeah. and they're gonna stay for the next one. So I always realised like as
1: well quite quickly is when we did upload that second episode, we were right. No one yeah. really watched. Like I think it was like four people who watched the second yeah. episode. So then we kind of had to think, what's what's good and what's bad. So I went round to parties at like just down the road and asked like, you see my podcast or asked all my mates what what do you think's good and what's yeah. not about the podcast. Cut all the bad things out, kept all the good things, and mm-hmm. here we are today. I guess. Yeah. Um, it's been a bit of a process but you have to kind of realize people aren't going to listen what's the difference of people listening to the Joe Rogan podcast or this podcast you've got to have some sort of point of difference yeah and that's kind of what we're trying to strive for and trying to get a point of difference because if you don't have one what's the what's the difference yeah. between me and Joe Rogan nothing yeah. so someone's going to go to him because he's got better quality and better content you know yeah. So that's just kind of been the past year of the podcast, trying to figure out yeah. what our point of difference is from everyone else. Because yeah, yeah, once you get that, I feel like you'll get all the viewers because then people realize, oh, this podcast is different from everyone else.
2: And if you're having fun,
0: exactly, other yeah. people will have fun. Too. Exactly. Like well, I, I, yeah, my favorite episode that we did was last year because this is like our fifth episode. We. We want to try bring a bit of comedy, more comedy oh into it. Gosh. So the, do you remember the Christmas episode? Yeah. So the Christmas episode last year, I dressed up as Santa Claus. As <laughs> so I, I came in as myself and I said to Jamie, look, Jamie, I'm not feeling this episode today. So I left the camera set, I left the room, came back in a Santa Alpha two minutes later. Oh, Jamie, Merry Christmas. I just, Santa episode. for the whole episode. Like we, I like that episode. I, 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 I love the episodes where we um, put like skits into it type yeah. of thing. Yeah
1: find a bit of comedy you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah do you guys
2: overthink like when you post mm. it you go oh, I shouldn't have. like when you leave are you like man that was a dumb question why
1: did I say that
0: sometimes yeah
1: I'm gonna be real yeah I, I think about it post interview but because I don't really do much in, like I don't do much editing or anything like that once the once we've done the recording, I kind of just forget about it and it just yeah. kind of goes out there and I don't really second guess yeah. it.
0: And then there's me editing yeah. it for like two hours, oh, three no hours, having to listen back to all of it. I, well, <laughs> oh I
1: really want to get an yeah. editor for the podcast so we both don't have to worry about it. <laughs> we can just chuck no no it worth. to the editor. Yeah, that would be a lot easier. Um, yeah. Man. But at the moment, that's the kind of biggest, the hardest part for Phoenix, editing, I imagine. Yeah. The only
0: issue, like, I don't mind editing. I just need to save up for an actual like a PC computer. or something because I'm surprised this computer has lasted this long and I love this computer I've yeah. done everything on this computer and I love it to death but eventually we'll have to like upgrade a bit Yeah. yeah. so one day one day very soon we will eventually
1: we're going to have an also like we want a one one computer system where we just bring the two podcast mics you have like a streaming deck and you plug yeah. it into a laptop so it's just kind of a plug and play situation rather than having yeah. two laptops and two microphones it gets a bit yeah. tedious with the files and, yeah. but that's just the sacrifice you've got to make I guess for yeah. doing a podcast right
2: but good on you boys I think Thank we you. need to celebrate people pursuing yeah. yeah. sport, especially small content creators in yeah. New Zealand
1: because there's not many in New Zealand mm-hmm. there are some but they're they're not really talked about and they've yeah. kind of gone unseen and
2: yeah and look yeah. and the people that laugh are the people that aren't necessarily happy about where they're at. Yeah, 100%. The mm-hmm. people who are doing their thing, pursuing goals and dreams, they're not gonna laugh and yeah. just, like, oh no, like, people who are, like, happy in life only support man. so... 100%. Totally, like, but I, I do get a um, how that can... Yeah, I imagine at high school, that's... Yeah, uh, I that. and
0: high school was a, <laughs> was a massive thing making youtube videos yeah it so did you
1: guys go to school like high school together or Who? you two did, how do you guys know each other how did you guys nah, man, i'm 29
0: yeah no I was my nana allison how did we meet she was, was she she did some my, insurance or something like,
2: insurance and broke it something, yeah, something was, like that yeah, and she then was, she was telling me like oh phoenix
0: <laughs> i know there's some um, Director, like, you should meet him. And I think that is yeah.
2: That's it, man. That's I think um, it was like twenty sixteen. Some insurance like broker was your auntie, grandma.
0: My grandma, yeah. That's yeah. so. Well. I
2: totally forgot about that.
0: She always asks about you. Oh, she, she does. does I, she knows about the. I don't think she's seen it yet, but because she's gonna watch the Wiggles documentary.
2: Oh sweet, dude, that's such a program And then did I film your? I remember filming your dream twice.
0: You filmed so the. I think the first dream. Yeah, that was funny. So you. You, I sent in my own video for your dream, I filmed yes. it myself, and yes. then I was, a, I was in a really bad spot. Really? I was in a really bad place like mentally, um, I, I think it must have been 2019 or 2020, I can't remember, but I just remember being in such a bad spot, I wasn't good like mentally, just wasn't happy, I didn't even know what I wanted to like do, like I was really like in a dark place. And then I contacted you, and I said to you like, oh, do you mind if I could redo my dream? And so you helped me film my dream. That might have like, I don't know, you probably didn't notice, but to me that was like that day really helped me because when right. you when you posted the my second dream and I watched back over it, um, it kind of like put a bit more like energy into me because I had stopped making movies. I made four movies and I just quit. I quit making the movies and then I saw my dream that I, my second dream I did with you and it put a bit more energy into me. And so I spent six months working on a film called Ryder Austin's Searching for Reason. Mm. And that title, Searching for Reason, the whole film was about my character in a really dark spot, trying to find a reason to, to keep going. Yeah. That's why that's my favorite movie, and I made that movie. And ever since then, every four months, there's just been another movie coming out. Third. So uh, yeah, I'm, that, that second dream meant
1: a lot yeah. to me. Bro! Oh, that's awesome to hear, man.
0: Yeah, I've never said that to anyone <laughs> before.
1: <laughs> so oh, bro, that's awesome. With the, on the topic of the 10,000 yeah. dreams, mm-hmm. how, what started you on that journey? Like, What what inspired you to start the 10,000 dreams project?
2: I was just a bit with a mate, bro. I a really right. drink in uh, 2016 that I do it for one year. Uh, so basically I did it for two, that I do one dream every single day for a year. And I got 240 mm-hmm. dreams in days in and then for some reason I just felt just bump it up I need to make a 10,000 <laughs> yeah. one 10,000 dreams sounds cooler than 365 yeah. dreams and I don't know bro I'm just wired by big crazy goals mm. that's like, pretty cool yeah. that's how I get excited if it's too easy I, I don't I don't get excited man and it just got to the point where it's just too easy and so yeah. I changed it I didn't tell anyone man. I think people in my life were shocked Ten thousand. <laughs> I wanna, yeah. I wanna ask because there was
0: a, there was a short period where you actually quit, didn't you?
2: Yeah, bro. At the end of twenty twenty one, I did every single day for five years. So I did one thousand eight hundred nineteen dreams, and just Shit. totally fizzled out on it. It became my identity. It was literally like you
1: would have so, like got pretty hard burn up because
2: of that. Oh, but it was a, it wasn't my full time job, but it was a full time job mm-hmm. because it's not just filming and editing. It's the be- I sent 50,000 cold emails. It was driving to meet people, like multiple times I would fly, like I've, I've flown overseas to film a dream.
1: And were like, you also working, um, were you working at this time as well? I was well? running a
2: film company at the same time, man. So, but it was, it was my life mission, bro. It was, it was something I knew I needed to do. And it was opening up so many doors. Uh, mm-hmm. I could open up the Wiggles.co, like I've been able to meet incredible people. But then I picked it up again, uh, March this year, um, and now it's a life goal of 10,000. So I've, I'm yeah. not doing it every day anymore, but it's a life goal and I've done nearly 2,000 dreams now. I so, remember um, like
0: going on Instagram and seeing, I think, yeah, whenever you started up again and seeing a yeah. dream, and I thought to myself, is this, why am I getting old posts on my, <laughs> my timeline? And yeah. I looked at when you uploaded it, and it <laughs> was like, today? And so I checked on your page and I saw that you were getting back to yeah, it. Yeah,
2: um It took me like a month from getting the idea I should probably do this again to actually executing it. Mm, I was getting that motivation. Doubt. I was like, no one's going to care if I come back. Like, Mm. what if I come back and everyone's like, bro, we're over it? Like, so much doubt around that, man. I had to wrestle with myself to even do it. A lot of overthinking and stuff. Oh, yeah. And even like knowing that if I did it again, the commitment I'm making is basically a lifetime of filming dreams and i'm like am i really like am i actually wanting to do this this will affect my family my marriage like this mm-hmm. but it was the best damn thing i ever did bro the yeah. doors have opened since doing it again this year and, and you got
0: almo that was on um, your top five wasn't Elmo, was yeah, it
2: yeah but i did almo yeah. two months ago i thought i thought that was so I flew, cool. I flew to melbourne for
1: 15 minutes 15 minutes <laughs> <to> <laughs> Elmo, Yeah. wait so you Flew out of New Zealand and took a three yeah, hour I flight I took a
2: red eye, went overnight And just went straight to the hotel Did right? the filming and then pretty it's, much it Elmo, it's worth it Literally oh, well, Sesame I Street's please. publicist um, Was like, if you can come to Melbourne We'll, like, for like a five, yeah. ten minute interview We'll make it happen Have you got
0: Kermit the Frog? No, but I've done four
2: King. Sesame Street characters. Today. You got Abby. Abby Elmo. Cadabby. I did uh, Elmo's dog that I haven't posted, and I did a chicken character that I haven't posted yet. Oh. What was on it... Elmo's dream? <laughs> oh, his um, is oh, what was it? I know one of his dreams was to have the world's largest ice cream sundae. Uh, then <laughs> he then it was around. Oh, probably just play it it was around ah i can't remember what his main dream was it was beautiful and then he talked about inspiring people and to never give up and it it was amazing because when i started Ten Thousand dreams i wrote out a list of five impossible people to film uh i've only done one of that five but i have got leads into a few of the others is spielberg the number one He's number one. <laughs> have, you,
1: have you ever thought about possibly um, not bombarding them at an event, but like, you know how some people, um, like Nardwad, he'll rock up to an event where, where they're in, in, sorry, interview them there. Have you ever thought about doing that? Like, finding where they are in New Zealand if they ever come, pulling up, and then just. Well, come. I've
2: done that in the past with other people, man. Like, um, uh, well, just Cinder did when she was Prime Minister, I did her, I like knew she was doing a press conference at a church and I just hammered in and then basically got in with that. Um, nice, that's cool. I think it's at the point now where I did that a lot, but now I'm kind of wanting to have more time with people. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't want them to just have some dude show up with a camera and they're like, uh, uh, my dream. Yeah, and you want they, more of like a... Then they forget about it. They never even know they did it. I want to sit down yeah. and have an hour with Spielberg. Yeah, Sort of like a podcast in yeah. a way so you can get to know them. I just them want to have more of a moment. Like I've kind of gone to that point
1: where I'm happy to wait if it leads to a moment um, Yeah, like I have I've, oh I have sorry have you ever thought mm-hmm. about possibly doing another project alongside the 10,000 dream where it's like More of like a podcast setting I've
2: started to experiment with that So I've done two podcasts that I haven't posted yet one with video actually I've done oh, really? recently um, And their whole idea is that each podcast is filmed like a movie that's cool. So, you have multiple cameras, you shoot it in crazy oh, locations. A lot cool. of cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll show you a screen grab of um,
0: Theo's one. Oh, that, is he, does Theo have his own podcast?
2: No, he doesn't. He would be a great
0: podcast. He would be. Uh, yeah. actually.
2: Uh, so, this is kind of the style of a podcast. Oh, I know what
1: you're talking about. That would be pretty cool.
0: Oh, that is cool. That's really cool. So,
1: that's the whole nice. thing looks ridiculous and we're just in an environment having a
0: chat. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Yeah,
1: that's, cool. that's pretty cool. I'd love to do something along those side, Like, do something like that. That'd be really cool. Just a little experience yeah. alongside doing the normal podcast. You're so used to just doing this, but... It does add pressure. Having yeah. like five lights
2: on you having multiple cameras and incre- like you feel a lot more pressure doing it You would too. You get way more nervous and you're also so relaxed and chill
1: You'd also probably have to stop and start a lot of the time yep. as well to get different shots multiple and, times. Yeah Um, it be a bit distracting as well because this is quite cut and paste. We just start and stop mm-hmm. yeah. it, The the conversation is quite linear. It goes from point A to point B whereas with that when you're starting and stopping just be oh where were we what were we talking about yep. it'd be hard in that sense but it would be well worth the end result i imagine it would be oh, really cool
2: totally man so i haven't posted those yet i'm not 100 percent committed to it yet but i'm experimenting with it it I, looks cool i feel like it's something that i've kind of gone edge to do and it's, it's like it looks feels like what you just
0: showed me is appealing they won't be able to oh, see yeah. it yet yeah. yeah but what you've just showed me yeah it looks appealing the lights <laughs> do i want to ask like Would you ever do, when all of this 10,000 dreams is done, would you make like your own documentary about it? Like Uh, the whole journey from start to you know when you quit, you picked it back up again, the downs, mm -hmm. you know, the ups
2: Well, I won't go too much into it, but the next thing I'm doing is
0: Really? Wait, wait, am I allowed to put that in? Uh, I can can blur that if you want
2: Yeah, you can (laughs)
0: Okay, I'll blur that, I'll blur that You can blur this
2: moment right now uh, but also,
0: that's cool, because that's what I was gonna ask next, is what is next? It feels natural. Yeah,
2: bro. I wanted to go... I'm so... Like, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, alright, how do I go bigger? Mm. And the whole idea now is like, how do I film the King's Dream? How do I get Banksy? How do I get Tom Banksy would be like, so cool. Like, how do you get the dream, like, the top dream, like... I've kind of got to that point where I'm like, alright. I've got a little bit of confidence now. I've teed up some cool people.
1: There's three people to interview in England <laughs> for us, I reckon: Stormzy, Banksy, and the, the, the Queen. But the Queen's dead now, so the King, I guess. Those are the three people yeah. I'd love to interview in England if we ever went I mean, I'm,
0: you know, I'm, going, going with- I'm, I'm going to London next year. Yeah. For a month, my best friend's moving there. Oh really? Is so there? Is my best friend Xavier, he's moving there, and I'm gonna stay there for a month with him. He's gonna stay there. I'm gonna come back. He's like brother for life, so yeah. I, I have to go for there with him. Yeah. So I'm gonna get uh, some filming and stuff done. So yeah. I'm gonna have to get lots of time off work. That's actually what I wanted to mention. Um, the Wiggles save yes. save my job a lot.
2: Did it? I'm, <laughs> I,
0: I'm a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. And some um, I got like 32 year olds in my class. I love them all. They're all so great. But obviously, 30 kids, you know, a rainy day can get very hectic. <laughs> I just, I pop, put on the wiggles yeah. and they're just, all of them are just dancing. Driving over it. Just, uh, it's like, gives me a bit of a break as well.
2: What's the number one banger?
0: I, my favorite's hot potato. Yeah, so yeah. I've kind of forced it yeah. upon them to like that. So I yeah. put hot potato on <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. Hot potato and fruit salad? Yeah, bro. And what's the other one? Um, I forgot how it goes. Something about a teddy bear. Oh, uh, Baby. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. A bat? Yeah, 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 that bro, one, yes. I like that one.
1: So with the documentary, did you get to meet the new Wiggles as well? Because I'm pretty sure there's new Wiggles alongside mm. the old OG Wiggles. Right? Yeah, yeah, their
0: interview setup was awesome. Oh. How it like kind of fit with their color scheme? It yeah, was so wow. awesome.
2: Oh wow. incredible DOP Simon Morris. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Uh, all the Wiggles are in it. So all the it's new Wiggles, everyone. There's eight Wiggles now. They're genuinely everything you'd hope they'd be. Every single one of them is just as lovely, nice, inspiring. All have cool. got the
1: same morals and stuff. Oh. Like, they're all, like, pretty oh. dedicated to their job. They're so awesome. That's
0: cool. Besides, like, the documentary, like, being about the Wiggles, how you actually, how the story was told, mm. like, started off with the 90s, and yeah. year by year, it was like, like, I had the biopic in my head. But there like, is a biopic there, man. There is, there is. It's there funny is. That and I, it, it, like, learning about it, like, behind the scenes, like, Obviously, they're doing it for the kids. The kids don't know how tired they are, yeah. how stressed they are, oh, and absolutely. all the like, like, um, and the drama with when Sam, mm. when he like, they the media kind of twisted their words about him leaving. Yeah, man. That, I I didn't know any about any of this. Fascinating, yeah.
2: yeah. Bro, they're um, ridiculously hard workers. Like I think in the mid two thousands, they were doing five hundred shows a year mm. around the world. Like they hardcore. So man. more than more than one a day. Yeah, because they'd usually do two or three a day because it's hits So they'd do like a ten a.m. and I, day day.
0: I didn't realize they the yeah. four of them actually started it themselves. Like yeah. in my mind, I thought it was like some TV studio was like, "We should make this idea. Let's hire. It seems four like people. such an obvious idea. Yeah, I didn't realize it was actually them that.
2: Oh, it's so it's such a DIY story. Yeah. It's mm. so cool, man! Busking at the local mall, like.
1: Yeah, Didn't they? They started off really small and then. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's all in the documentary. I haven't seen it yet. It is. But um, <laughs> they started off really small and then they kind of just got the attraction from someone. I'm not sure.
2: Uh, well, they kind of. So in the late 90s, early 2000s, they got picked up by Disney Channel in America. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's what, like. Ramped them up. Oh, bro. I think in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, it was them and Barney. and Like. So finally the crossover They were like Giant They had the record For most sold out Madison Square Garden shows In a row Until Harry Styles Broke it this year Damn In 2006
0: And I love how they've done The adult shows too There's one In the documentary That actually like I actually started laughing Like out loud I think it was their manager Or it was someone that said Oh an adult show That means you guys can swear Oh that was Patty. (laughs) I thought that was so funny (laughs) Bro those
2: shows were wild man
0: 18 plus and they were having like 12, 13,000 like people Millennials,
1: show like, up. up like damn I'm fair I would have gone to that I watched, oh, the, yeah. I watched yeah. the Wiggles when I was in Aussie when I was a real like real short real little kid four, four, five. yeah
0: I had this Wiggles car seat that me and my cousin Cyrus <laughs> would is. fight over I remember Cyrus got this new car seat I don't know why I remember this he got this new Wiggles car seat I was so angry because I was this three, four year old like I want that car seat and I was just fighting over him with it yeah. that we the Wiggles was a big part of my life and Cyrus's yes, life. Yes, oh, was cool. Oh my gosh, I'm stoked. There. All
1: right. Yeah. Was that us? Is yeah. That Thirty minutes already. Yeah. How, how long is that? Thirty-three. Like thirty-three. Yeah. Oh my god, thirty-three.
0: Yeah. How can you find the documentary? Yes. Oh, so uh,
2: it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon oh, Prime. So Perfect. So. so, if you guys oh, want to potato. check it out, it's a it's
0: cheap cool subscription too. I had to pay for it like seven dollars or something. It's quite good.
1: I pay for the. Uh, it's like 13 I think. But yeah, it's not that
0: bad. For what? Amazon Prime? Yeah, No, I got it for seven.
1: Hey, what? Yeah,
0: I put it uh, on the day the documentary came out. I checked out how much it was. Your free chart? Uh, no, because i bought it before. <laughs> okay. So I've used that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's me. Like, yeah. I can use my free trial. Go, so right, I bought it again just to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I always hate, like, I love Amazon Prime. Don't get me wrong. But once a month, I'll just see $12 go out. And I'm like, damn, I really need that 12 bucks. <laughs> and it's gone off Amazon Prime that is what it is so what's the name of the documentary sir? Hot Potato uh, Hot Potato Story of the Wiggles sweet so yeah and surely, surely a, a biopic's
0: coming surely maybe. one day
2: maybe
1: one day man that'd be cool <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. thank you
0: thank you so much for yeah thank you for coming ah, on of course
1: man. so chill it's thank cool. you yeah, everyone for man. listening to season 2 episode 1 of yeah. the Euroite Right Podcast and we'll see you guys next week we don't know who we but it'll be someone be
0: Sophie I think
1: yeah Sophie hopefully awesome thank you have a good you. day